Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. It's Saturday, so that means it's Sexy Saturday. And today we're going to talk about Alice and Brie from the late knots. Now, Alice and Brie is not, I would say, on the well-known list of actresses, unless you watch a lot of television, and especially a lot of certain type of television, maybe prestige TV. But I find Alice and Brie to be attractive. I probably first saw her on Community. And then, retrospectively, I noticed that she was on Mad Men, which is one of my top five favorite shows of all time. But if you're not familiar with her, Alice and Brie is... I would say like black hair, blue eyes, petite, she's fun size, she's 5'3", and at her peak, she just had a very striking, striking face. She's just very beautiful, pale skin, just that white, snow white skin, and just the haunting blue eyes, and just the petite body. Now Brie, her real last name is not Brie, like Angelina Jolie and some others. She just used her first name and her middle name. Her actual last name, and you could see why maybe she didn't go, starring Allison Schirmerhorn. Yeah, I don't think so. So that's her birth name. But she goes by her middle name, Allison Brie, and it's only one L in the Allison. One L. So as I mentioned, she's probably most famous for doing television work. In particular, I would say three television shows. And the first one, as I mentioned, was Mad Men. She was Trudy on Mad Men. So she was the wife of Pete, kind of the unsufferable younger uh, ad executive on Mad Men. She was the, the wife. And so in the early seasons, she really didn't get a lot of time. But in the later seasons, she definitely got more time as she was doing more work on community and more work in movies. Because her peak in movies was about 10 years ago, 2012, 2013, 2014. So she's doing community as Annie. Annie is the, if you've seen that show, it takes place at a community college. It was created by Dan Harmon. And she's like the do-gooder, sweet, uptight girl. And the other girl on that show is also pretty, is done pretty well, Jillian Jacobs. She was just on that uh, Netflix TV show, Transatlantic. And she did the, also the Netflix movie, Abitha. Either way, Community was very successful, and eventually it left NBC and went somewhere else. I can't remember where it was, but it was always critically loved, and it had a very vociferous community that liked it, but it just never got the ratings. So she did that until 2015, and then after that, her like next big show would have been BoJack Horseman, which is an animated show, so we're not going to really count that, because typically we don't count animation, but she was doing that from 2014 to 2020. So in the year of our Lord, 2014, 2015, she was on Mad Men, Community, and BoJack Horseman. So that ran till 2020. I think the third show that she's probably most famous for being in is Glow, which, look, I watched, I think, the first season of Glow, because I actually did watch the original Glow, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, which was pretty big in my, oh, that must have been late 80s. I know the television show, it starts in the early 80s, but I remember it being syndicated 
and uh, in the late 80s. And I used to watch the actual gorgeous ladies of, of wrestling. And it was just strange because they would wrestle and then they would do these songs, these raps. And I remember in particular there was a, an, a, a, a wrestler by the name of Dementia. And so when she, was, she, when she was singing, it was just, she looked demented. And again, when you're 12 years old, you think this stuff is just absolutely amazing. But she was the lead in that. And she, it also starred Betty Gilpin, who's a pretty well-known actress. And then it had Mark Maron. And uh, it went on for three years. And uh, it's great because she, she did her own wrestling in that, in that show. And she's definitely the center point of that show. And it did well. And it lasted for three seasons. And then Netflix got rid of it. So in terms of her movie work, and that ended in 2019, since then... I have not seen her do much aside from a movie which we'll talk about that was dropped. I believe it was on, dropped on Amazon. But in terms of her movies, a lot of side roles, supporting roles. I think probably the first movie that I remember seeing her in was The Five-Year Engagement. This was a vehicle for was it? Emily Blunt and Jason Segel. It was directed by Nicholas Stoller, who's probably most famous for doing Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is kind of one of those R-rated uh, cult classics. So they did that movie, and she, I, I believe it was like the third or fourth lay. I think she plays Emily Blunt's best friend. And you see this a lot of Bree's work, is that she's not the lead, but she's the best friend. Um, she was also in Scream 4, playing one of the, the women who, I'm not saying Scream 4, but I'm assuming she's one of the ones who gets murdered. Later in 2014, she does do Princess Anikitty in the Lego movies, both the first and the second one. The first one came out in 2014. She does another relatively big, big movie in 2015 with Sleeping With Other People. She does have the lead in this along with Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live fame. And this was kind of an indie rom-com back when we used to have indie rom-coms. Now we don't have them so much. She was also in Get Hard. This is the comedy... That was uh, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. And she plays, she's got this small role. So if you haven't seen the movie, Will Ferrell's character is like a CEO or something. And she plays the the fiance. I don't think they're married yet. And at the beginning, you know, they have crazy sex and all this. And then he gets set up, what I want to say by her father, Craig T. Nelson, and gets thrown in prison. And Kevin Hart is, is they trying to help him get out of prison and so forth and exonerate his name. And it's, from the rebel perspective, her, her character is very, what we would say, related to Brafo's law. So a woman's love is based on your utility. So she's very devoted to Wolf Ferrell's character when he's rich and very prestigious. I mean, when he loses all that, she takes off and, and dumps him. Kind of like, what was her name? Muffy Biffy in Trading Places, the old Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy movie, where the same thing happened when Aykroyd's character what's his name, Lewis Winthrop, gets uh, in trouble, loses all of his money, his his fiance dumps him and sleeps with his best friend. So that was in 2015, both sleeping with other people and get hard. So that was a banner year for her, a banner year in the Bender household, to quote best, uh, Breakfast Club. Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is the Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. 2016, she's in How to Be Single. This movie I think is pretty awful. Uh, this has Rebel Wilson, who we have an Emperor Has No Clothes episode. I think it was the first or second Emperor Has No Clothes. It also has Dakota Johnson, who is one of my other sexy Saturdays I've done here as well. And, and it has Alison Brie. So it's like a four-woman rom-com that I, I found to be pretty boorish. Look, if Rebel Wilson's in it, especially early Rebel Wilson, you know it's going to be kind of boorish. And it was kind of boorish. And it didn't get, it wasn't well-received. Then she also plays a secondary role in Get a Job. That's the Miles Teller, Anna Kendrick comedy. Again, playing the side, playing the side supporting role. She has a small role in the Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep movie, The Post. Then she's in The Disaster Artist, where she has a small role in that movie. And we'll talk about why that is, because her man was very involved in that movie. And then in 2020, she does Promising Young Woman. She's in that movie, which is probably most famous for Carrie Mulligan's performance. She's got the lead in that. And uh, she'd be messed up in that, in that, in that movie. That movie is uh, it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark. And then I would say probably the last thing that she was relatively, or at least got some run was in Somebody I Used to Know, the Uncoitia song. It was a rom-com that was directed by her her man, Dave Franco, her husband. And it was co-written by her and it was a vehicle written for her. And this was a rom-com that was on Amazon where essentially she goes back to her small town where she grew up and she reconnects with her ex-boyfriend. And it's I think she's like a um, TV producer, like a reality show TV producer. And she, her show doesn't get renewed, so she goes back. And it's a typical kind of story. She goes back to small town to kind of find her, her, her bearings. And then she bumps into her, her ex-boyfriend. But her ex-boyfriend, who she thinks is flirting with her, is actually engaged to another woman. And so just out of being nice, the, uh, the fiancé invites her to all the functions. It's like the weekend they're going to get married and then it's like, is she going to try to break them up? So it's a little of my best friend's wedding going on. But that was in 2023 and that's really the last thing that she's done. She apparently is going to be in Community the Movie. That's supposed to be filming right now. So we'll see if that comes about. And if I fail to mention it, she is currently 40 years old. And you can kind of see it like in Glow... You could kind of see her aging, and in somebody I used to know, you can definitely see that she's aging as well. Though I think she's still quite, quite an attractive woman. Now, as I talked about personal life, Dave Franco, who is the brother of James Franco, they started dating over 10 years ago, and uh, they married in 2017. 
And Dave Franco, probably acting-wise, is probably best known for Superman. I would say probably best known for 21 Jump Street. He plays the the bad guy or the villain, the guy who's selling the drugs in that Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum movie. He's probably most famous for being in that movie. And then, as I mentioned, he was in The Disaster Artist, which was the movie that he starred in and also his brother starred in. And that movie is is based on, I'm trying to remember, it's based on Tommy Wiseau, if I'm not mistaken. Tommy Wiseau was an actor slash director, and he finally did this movie called The Room, and it's, it's considered to be one of the worst movies ever. And so Dave Franco is in it, and uh, I, I don't remember what exactly what his role is. I think he's one of the actors in it. But if I'm not mistaken, James Franco directed it, and Dave Franco, and as I mentioned, uh, Allison Brie stars in it. So they've been together for about 10 years, and they've been on record saying that they're never going to have kids. They're just like, as I mentioned, or well, I will mention because I think I've already recorded the Seth Rogen retrospective. Seth Rogen is is similar in saying that he and his wife are never going to have kids. Allison Brie said she and Franco are never going to have kids. Franco is younger than her, so I, I am a little worried. I am a little worried that if he changes his mind, he might dump her and go with somebody who can give him the children. So I could be wrong, but we'll see. Because he is 37 and she is 40. Either way, in closing, Allison Brie, I always found you fetching in both madman and community but in particular community because you kind of played that nerdy girl and i kind of like nerdy girls and i would not consider her portrayal to be sexy she kind of fits the kind of look i like the porcelain skin the colored eyes and just kind of that ingenue look especially when she was younger but i think she is a talented actress and definitely as you can see from her past work she's more of a a television actress and i assume she'll continue to get some television roles or even have some vehicles done done for her in this world of streaming. Guys, I'll post a poll over at Spotify and at Cinemarack Facebook what you think of Allison Brie. Please rate and review the podcast because it helps with the algorithm, helps the channel to grow. There's a link for PayPal. And also there's a link to the website which hosts all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds. But the best way to listen to all these, of course, is on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.